Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the People Processes podcast, where we dive into the update, interviews, and yes, processes that will help your organization thrive. My name is Rami Alijil, and my goal is to help HR managers and business owners create an environment where their people are their organization's competitive advantage. Today, we're going to do a quick dive into some proposed legislation that's going to require E-Verify use. Oh, and don't forget, we post to LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook, and I would love to hear from you on there with any questions. You can also subscribe to us by going to peopleprocesses.com, where you will receive special subscriber-only content for free. People Processes is also available wherever you get your podcast. It syndicates on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio, and more. So let's dive right in. A group of Republican plus two Democratic lawmakers have teamed up to introduce and co-sponsor the, quote, AG and Legal Workforce Act, which would replace what sponsors called the, quote, outdated and broken H-2A agricultural guest worker program with a new H-2C program. The move is intended to ensure that America's farmers and ranchers have access to a reliable workforce. Among other things, the bill would expand employer eligibility and the number of visas available, make housing and transportation provision optional, and make Affordable Care Act subsidies unavailable to guest workers, but still require them to have health insurance. There's a few more pieces to it we're going to get to at the end that are super important to all employers. So first, let's go through what it means for the ag Uh, employers. The bill, H.R. 6417, would make the H2C Agricultural Guest Worker Program available to both seasonal and year-round agricultural employers, providing a generous visa allocation for employers to ensure labor needs are met, provide much-needed flexibility to employers to minimize disruptions in farm operations, and eliminate regulatory burdens on employers. It also should help Contain effectively accountabil- uh, contain effective accountability and enforcement provisions, according to the lawmakers. Link, by the way, to their actual press release is on our website at peopleprocesses.com if you want to read about it. A bill summary that they also provide points to several key features that would expand the agricultural sectors eligible for the program, as well as the number of visas available. In addition to meeting seasonal agricultural labor needs, the H-2C program would be available to year-round agricultural employees, unlike it is now. That includes aquaculture operations, dairies, raw food processors, and others. The total number of visas available each year would include 40,000 visas for workers employed employed in meat and poultry processing and 410,000 for all other agricultural workers. That's a good increase. Returning H-2A and H-2B workers and previously unauthorized farmers who participate legally in the new H-2C would not count towards the annual visa cap on non-meat and poultry processing workers. So if you already had an H-2A or H-2B or were were unauthorized farm workers who participated, who, who, who choose to then participate in the future, so you can prove you did in the past, but you weren't authorized now if you apply under H2C, it would not count towards those numbers. So basically everyone already here would be able to apply. The bill would also include an automatic escalator to increase the cap on non-meat and poultry processing visas should the allocation be reached in a given year and limit discretion of the Secretary of Agriculture to allocate additional visas in the event of a labor shortage. Okay, so 
what the key things here is because that um, allows unauthorized workers who, are pre who worked here previously to apply under this, H.R. 6417 would permit experienced farm workers who are currently illegally present in the United States to get pre-certified to join the H2C program and, after the leaving the U.S. briefly, begin working legally in the U.S. The bill would also include flexible visa term lengths and certain touchback requirements, all H2C workers would be eligible for a three-year visa. Workers would be able to meet their touchback requirement by accruing time through multiple periods of absence from the U.S. Specifically, a worker would be required to accrue 60 days or a time period equal to one-twelfth of their stay, whichever is less, before becoming eligible for a subsequent visa. So you have to go back. Wages and regulatory burdens. The, the bill would also require that workers receive reasonable wages and would put an end to, quote, excessive regulatory burdens, according to the sponsors. To that end, the proposed legislation would include these provisions. Employers be required to pay H2C workers not less than the state or local minimum wage, 115% of, of the federal minimum wage, or the actual wage level paid by the employer to similar situated workers in the same job, whichever is greatest. Employers would have the option of providing housing and transportation for their workers, but would not be required to do so, unlike the current H-2A programs. To discourage abusive litigation, farmers and H-2C workers would be able to agree to binding arbitration and mediation of any grievances. H-2C workers would not be eligible for taxpayer-funded legal assistance under the Legal Services Cooperation Act. Corporation Act. H-2C workers would be eligible for 36-month visas but would have to accrue 60 days outside the U.S. Becoming before becoming eligible for a subsequent visa, as we discussed. Once agricultural employees are required to use E-Verify, H-2C workers already in the U.S. would be able to seek at-will employment with registered farmers who would still need to comply with the program requirements during the time of their work authorization. So... Enforcement provisions. The proposed legislation includes these features that the sponsors contend would ensure effective enforcement. And these are really interesting. Employers would be required to report any H2C workers who abandon their job within 72 hours. H2C workers would not return home as who, who do not return home as required would be barred from re-entry to the U.S. Employers would deposit 10% of all H2C workers' wages into a trust fund. Workers would only be able to ask, access the escrowed amounts by going to a U.S. embassy or consulate in their home country. H2C workers would not be able to bring spouses or minor children unless they are also guest workers. So this is big. This is about a guest worker program. These provisions were basically, by especially that 10% trust that they can only access in their home country, the idea is that this forces them to return for their 60 days, not being able to bring spouses and kids, but it does meet labor shortage needs. So it's an interesting bill. There's a couple of really important things in here, though, that are almost kind of folded in. <clears throat> the bill sponsors pointed to certain protections said to be for the taxpayers. It includes that H2C workers would be ineligible for federal public benefits, Affordable Care Act subsidies, and the federal refundable tax credits like the Earned Income Ta Tax Credit and the Child Tax Credit. H2C workers would be required to have health insurance, however, in order to protect taxpayers from footing the bill for expensive medical care. Finally, and this is the biggest one, the AG and Legal Workforce Act would also require that 
all U.S. employers use E-Verify, what the lawmakers see as an effective web-based program that protects jobs for legal workers. H.R. 647 would repeal the, quote, error-prone paper-based I-9 system and replace it with E-Verify. There would be a gradual phase-in for employers, starting with the largest employers first and eventually phasing in small businesses and agricultural employers. So if this bill were to pass... It obviously affects farm workers and visa programs in agriculture, which is important. But for most of our listeners who are in other industries, the key here is that it would require E-Verify for every single company, which would be a huge sea change uh, across immigration enforcement for the country. Very interesting. We'll be keeping a close eye on this and update you as we hear more. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Rami Ali. Jill, thank you for tuning in today. I hope you learned something interesting. Um, if you uh, if you have any questions about this, go to peopleprocesses.com. We have links to HR 6417 and the press release and bill summary if you want to take a look at it. Um, thank you again for listening. Go out there, have a great day, and get your work done.